Show. Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Natalie. And we are the Insta Mamas. We are sisters with a podcast and we talk about everything from faith, healthy, clean living, adoption, foster care, motherhood, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. Hi, guys. I hope you had <laughs> Why a- did you say that like you were 10 years old? <laughs> Hi guys, this is Rachel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm running for eighth grade class president. Because <laughs> I almost wanted to be like, hi, this is Rachel and this is Natalie. But we say that in our intro and I notice a lot of our podcast listening back that we say it again. And we just can't help it. It's like our favorite thing to say. But anyways, we are the Instamamas and we're here and we're happy. And this really extra introduction probably is the opposite of what we're going to talk about today yes well and because you know if you were here for last week's episode you know that it was pretty rough natalie did some magic with her editing i swear like cutting out kids you could still hear serby in the background going ah but i mean she was able to and cut ariana out. in the background like munching like, on her snacks and at one point telling us shh shh and then when we when I said, Hey, we have a kid here, she's like, It's Ariana. Like if you listen <laughs> like she to she had to be part of it. <laughs> you can see her Anyways. in the background. But we Anyways. talked about last week was money and values. And we money is such a big topic. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll like re we'll revisit it later. But um mm-hmm. it there's so much we didn't even we just barely skimmed at the top. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, Oh, minimalism is very much connected to what we value and how we spend money and how we consume. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about minimalism. Okay. So, um, Rachel, why don't you define it? What it means to you? I mean, there's it's kind of a buzzword. And For me, personally, I don't know the exact definition of minimalism, but you know Marie Kondo came out a few years ago and then people went crazy over, let's just get rid of our stuff. The whole base is it. But basis behind it was, if it doesn't bring you joy, then get rid of it. Well, a couple years ago, I pretty much started from scratch again. And I just decided I wasn't going to have a whole bunch of stuff. And it would be funny because Natalie and I would be at thrift stores and she'd say, oh, do you want this coffee table? Oh, should you get this? You know, and I'd be like, you know, I just don't want it. I just don't want it. And now I'm not perfect because you should see my counter is just full of clutter, especially right now since we are transitioning and don't have a table right now we are looking on for a table um you'll transitioning from your old falling apart table to a new table (laughs) well a new to you table yeah um so just even like i'll have friends who will send me a message and say hey look at this beautiful painting do you want this and part of me is just like yeah i want it it's free but do i really am i trying to get as much stuff as i can And some people, their houses are decorated so beautifully with stuff on the wall. And but I have to be careful because that stuff can add up. So I just decided, I'm minimalism to you is just having as least amount of stuff as I can. You know, so we have like a papasan chair, a couch, one couch in the living room. You know, we have our bikes, the stuff that's important to us. But we don't have a lot of extra furniture. We don't have a lot of you know, we don't have a TV. Mm-hmm. Well, so when I was teaching, I ran across this documentary called Minimalism. And I think it's, I don't know. Let me look right quick. It was like minimalism, a documentary about important things. And um, because I was teaching my students transcendentalism, and it's this whole like. What's hen- transcendentalism? What is Transcendentalism. That? It's Henry David Thoreau. Um, Who's Henry David Thoreau? <laughs> don't have time for a whole unit <laughs> of literature. But very basically, and Walden, like you guys probably heard um, on Wal, I think it's on Walden Pond. And it's this idea, it's a movement in American literature about having a lot like we're so obsessed with like emerging technology and things that we're like missing out on the beauty of nature and the Mm. simple things in life and i mean these guys were writing in like the late 1800s so like Mm. i mean this is not a new idea maria marie kondo you know brought it in and then these guys netflix yeah and then i think this is on netflix too even though we don't have netflix so but I watched it before we got rid of Netflix. So, <laughs> But the whole idea is like, and it can become an idol in and of itself. Mm-hmm. We talked about this with money. It's not, it's not money that's evil. It's the love of money. 
it's not things that are evil. It's the love of things. Mm -hmm. But it's also, you can, like, I, I was watching the documentary, and these people, like, worship at the feet of minimalism, too. They're, mm -hmm. like, so obsessed with having so little that it's, like, that's the thing that they worship. So, well, and that's where they find their identity. Mm -hmm. And who do we need to find our identity in overall? It's Christ. So I do, when we get started on this topic, I do want to caveat it with anything taken too far can be mm -hmm. sinful. Yeah. Having too much stuff, hoarding, that's sinful in and of itself. Having so little stuff that, like, you can't function... But then also, I think in America, we really struggle with what is too much stuff because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've just been taught and that we need a lot of stuff. And mm -hmm. I just, I'm learning, and I'm Rachel's definitely better at it than I am um, about it. So, and a lot <laughs> of us learned when we were stuck at home for months and months. Remember when they opened up the donation lines? Oh, it was just backed up. People. At, like, Goodwill and, like, the thrift stores. Like, you had to wait an hour to drop off your old junk. Just because I think people were stuck in their homes and so going crazy over how much stuff they had. Because I think once you realized you had to slow down, you couldn't go anywhere, you were stuck at home, your stuff didn't bring you any joy. Mm -hmm. We realized all our idols did not bring us joy because... They were t either taken away or exposed. And so we were actually talking about this before we started recording. 2020 didn't, like, make all these bad things happen. It just showed us bad parts of our character mm -hmm. that were already there that needed to be worked out. And two, one of two things happened to most people. They imploded or exploded or exploded. Or they were able to look into themselves and say, oh, gosh, there's some parts of me I need to change. Yeah, I and had I a lot of soul searching in 2020 for sure. Oh, yeah. I became a mom at the end of 2019. <laughs> and then... And then you're like, I can't go anywhere to show off all these cute outfits on my daughter. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Clothing. The kids. So let's start. And then we do want to talk a little bit about our zero waste journeys. I say zero waste, but... Loosely. Because believe me, there's still times we where have I plastic use in our house, plastic okay. straws. And there are times... Like, if you look at my car, you'd be like, well, she's not a minimalist at all. Look at this thing. She's a maximalist <laughs> it when it comes like to a, junk in the car. A homeless person lives in here. But if she was ever stranded, she could live three or four days <laughs> in her car. No problem. But that, and if we define zero waste, too, to kind of just... If you don't know, it's, it's a lifestyle of trying to... Um, consume as little single-use plastic, trying to reuse everything, trying to, um, and it's the thing, you can go crazy. You could go live in a yurt and make your own clothes in the wilderness and not consume any electricity, but most of us can't live that way. You know well, what I'm saying? Most of us, it's like, again, where do your values lie, you know? For um, us, it comes from the Bible. Yeah, because there are some times where I will get paper plates because as a minimalist, I don't have a bunch of silverware and plates and cups and everything. First of all, I don't have much covered space. But so when people, if I have multiple people over, I have to go to the store and get paper plates and like plastic cutlery just because I don't have enough of the regular stuff. And it's so funny because um, like people will say, oh, do you need me to go get you some of this? And it's like, no, really, it's because I choose to Thank only you have a person that can't afford a plate <laughs> and you're like I choose not to afford a plate I, I just it's just because it will drive me crazy right now I need to go through my Tupperware cupboard because the Tupperware every time I open it it's falling out and I'm like okay I need all this stuff to reuse and reuse and reuse but because I don't want to use the single serve plastic stuff but oh my gosh so much Tupperware is driving me crazy I know I run into that too because it's funny a lot of zero wasters are minimalists mm -hmm. but then a lot of zero wasters are kind of like like hoarders. Hoarders in a way, because you hoard <laughs> jars and you hoard... Like, I'm going to reuse this. Because I have to reuse this, yeah. And here's the thing. Natalie and I are not arrived when it comes to oh, no, minimalism or when it comes to zero waste. It is a process, and we'll tell you some little steps we took to get to where we're at. Mike, if anyone has tips on what to do with mail that seems to, like, build up, no matter how much I'm, like, command center, organize, this time I'm going to organize the mail, it still ends up in a big pile on the counter, and it drives me nuts. And I'm mm -hmm. like, why are everyone trying to give me credit cards? Did you hear my last podcast about how I maxed out a bunch of credit cards? <laughs> Stop giving me credit That's cards. That's why they want to give you credit cards. <laughs> like, they want your debt. They want your money. I'm almost, my debt is so close to being paid off that they're Did like come, come on why well, think this is where it comes down to is um we as christians have like 
become cultural Christians in a lot of ways. And when I started really reading the Bible, I'm like, yeah, a Christian environmentalist should be a thing. Mm-hmm. But I like hashtag down. It's like, oh, this is not a very popular hashtag because we tend to like say like, um, like save liberals. the trees, kill the babies, you know? Yeah. There's this like, there is, and there's this really cool book. Oh gosh, I can't remember. I'll look it up and put it in the show notes, but it's called war on humans, I think. And it's this whole idea that there is like a, um, environmentalist movement that's like at the expense of human beings. We need yeah. to take care of. Mm-hmm. And there is some humans that are like, Oh, it's, the problem with this planet is human beings. And, we as Christians believe God made the planet for us. Yeah. And what was Adam's first job? To name all the animals and be your caretaker. That and was his full time job. He wants us to be good stewards. I know I said jab like I'm from, jab. from Boston, but, um, but yeah, he wants us to be good stewards of our environment, mm-hmm. but not at the expense of people. That's mm-hmm. the thing. We value people over nature. That's the thing. And so that's, this is this delicate balance we walk. Mm-hmm. And so, and with minimalism, is it says, you know, in the Bible that we need to be content and we need to, like, we can't do the things God has for us if we're so consumed by our daily lives. Like, if I'm, as a, how many of you guys, and this is where I am, you're a mom and you want to give nice things to your kids, but you just feel overwhelmed by it all the Mm -hmm. time there's just so much stuff there's soccer gear and there's toys and our the grandparents are amazing they're always sending toys and clothes and you're like yay and then you're like what do I do with all these toys and clothes because our kids do not play with all their toys what was that one day I came over to your house and I was like holy cow what the kids do and it was just you you had dumped out all the little boxes of toys <laughs> in your living room and you're like I'm so overwhelmed by this I don't even know where to start and I said okay do you need this do you want to keep or donate keep or donate keep donate throw away and it was really hard for you wasn't it Natalie yeah I struggle because I it took me so long to become a mom once I was a mom I was like oh I need to have all the nicest things for my kid and what I realized is she was overwhelmed she mm. didn't want to play with any of her toys because she had so many yeah and you that's like the Marie Kondo thing is when you're starting to declutter is you make a giant pile of one type of thing Mm -hmm. and so you take all the toys from the whole house and you put it in a pile and the reason you do that is so psychologically you can see how much stuff you have yeah because when it's all kind of we you know put it away or hide it and have bulging cupboards and it's like at the end of the day it's like oh well yeah when you open a cupboard and everything falls out (laughs) like those commercials like, here's this organizer. That's my life, okay? It's like the black and white of like, oh, no. <laughs> Before, I got the Tupperware 5000. Yeah. But even those infomercials, like, it's bye, 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 bye. And I am, like, so would want to buy all the things. <laughs> I, I remember know. being a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid and I would watch those infomercials, I'd be like, when I'm 18, I'm going to buy every single one of these. I know. I want the knife that cuts through cement. Even though I could care less about knives back then, <laughs> probably. Know. But it's... It's this thing in us that has, like, it's it's because we grew up in America. That's, yeah. That's really mm-hmm. why. We are just bombarded with advertising and want, 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 want. And when I started to, like, go on this journey of loving what I have and being content with what I have, and I started to get kind of grossed out by... Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this in a judgmental way. If you love to shop, like, girls, girl be shopping. I love to shop. I love me some Ross dress for less. Oh, Natalie and I go to the thrift store, like, every other day. So <laughs> don't even play. And that's the problem. Like, okay, I'm going to go to the thrift store. I can get three times as many useless <laughs> crap. So, and I love garage selling. I love, and then I'm like, oh, this is only a dollar. And I bought a dress because it was a dollar. And it didn't fit me. And it's not very flattering. And I'm like, why? It was... Because it was a dollar. That was the only reason I bought it. Yeah. And so I just, I, I'm still having to tweak and change my lifestyle and my, my brain to like work on all these things. Yeah. That's what we mean by we haven't arrived, but we've definitely made strides to become minimalist and when it comes to like donating stuff and giving stuff away it's been fun to instill those values in my daughter so it was so funny because the other a couple weeks ago 
we both work Monday through Friday. So my husband and I, our thing is Saturday morning, we wake up early. We spend two hours deep cleaning our house and picking a project. Like a couple Saturdays ago, it was my daughter's closet. And then this Saturday, our plan is, which is tomorrow, our plan is to um, do the, our plan is to do the, um, Oh man, it's Friday night. Our plan is to do the spring clothes, spring and summer clothes, going through all her clothes because I have boxes from last summer, but they're probably none of them are going to fit my daughter anymore. So that's kind of what we do. We pick a project because if we tried to do all of that in one day, we would just be overwhelmed. And we also like going on hikes on Saturdays. So that's like our big fun thing we like to do on Saturdays. So is that kind of like how you earn your hike is you, once you get your chores done and you get your like, um, your project for that Saturday done, then you get to like go and do the fun thing, I guess. Yeah. And for us, um, yeah, it's just, it just makes it a lot easier instead of feeling so overwhelmed. Like I have so much stuff. I need to get rid of it all right now. It's like, Oh, we'll pick a closet. And once we cleaned out my daughter's closet, she loves that. We actually put her dresser inside her closet Mm -hmm. and she has the other side of the closet. Because little kids clothes are so short. Once you hang them up, there's so much room at the bottom of the closet. Yeah. So then she plays in her closet now, too. It's like her fun little, and I'm just so scared she's going to smash those little fingers. But I guess it takes one time of smashing your fingers to be more careful when opening and closing your closet Mm -hmm. door. But one of the biggest things we found out with her is her books. And she had so many books. And at first when we were saying, okay, which ones do we want to keep? Which ones do we want to get rid of? At first she started to get kind of upset when we started putting like toys in the donation box and books. And she's like, hey, this is my stuff, man. Like, what are you guys doing? And to be able to explain to her, hey, you have a birthday coming up. So you're going to get some new things. But we are, you don't ever play with this kitchen. You don't ever play with this stuffed animal. So let's give it to another. Don't you want another little girl to be happy with your stuff? And her heart was so sweet. She grabbed this one book. Mom, I don't like this book because it has a spider in it. So give it to Goodwill. Like, she knows. And then we, once we started getting rid of the books, we were like, why do we have so many books? So we came up with a plan. We got rid of all of the books, which is hard because my husband and I and my daughter are all we love to read. So we kept very special ones. Like there's one called I Love You, Dad, and it's really sweet. And Like the ones, ones that were given as gifts. Yeah, and... ones that we've given to each other. But we would get like friends that would give us like crates of books. And she loves to read. So what we do now is we got rid of all the books and we get 10 books from the library each week. So it's easy to remember. Okay, I have 10 books I got, 10 books I need to return. And so then she gets, it's like she gets new books every week. The other day I did the curbside pickup and didn't take her with me to pick the books. And I brought them home. And at first she's like, oh, library books. And then she goes, did you go to the library without me? It's like, chill. She likes to go to the library. It's like she's a little celebrity there. Like she like <laughs> waves at everyone. Like this place was designed for me. I know. I'm like, chill, girl. Like I did the curbside pickup. I did not go in. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, and that's such a good idea. We talked last week about a way to save money is to use your library. Mm -hmm. And it can become like, obviously you did the curbside pickup, but it also can become like a little like outing and a fun thing you do. And whenever COVID gets its, its, you know, ducks in a row, um, Um, we'll do like, we used to do, what's it called? uh, Where they got in their pajamas. Oh, the library's story time the nighttime story time was yeah, so cute right before bedtime they had this like story hour and they turn all the lights down and Serby loved it because they had these like little, little twinkle, twinkle lights oh that was and so they sweet. would all dress in their pajamas and there would be like 40 elsa pajamas there <laughs> yeah. and um it was just such a and then they go home and go right to bed but it was the librarian who did it was always wore her pajamas too and it was just it was such a fun little thing but yeah um that's another way to connect with other moms and meet people too so that's like um, let's start getting into our tips and tricks. So a cool thing about like reusing clothes and, and like maybe giving them away our church for, we haven't done it since COVID, but every quarter or twice a year we would, um, have a clothing swap. Mm-hmm. And so, and some people are more serious. Like if you bring a bag of clothes, you get so many tokens and you can take so many clothes with you. But our church, how we just do it is. Everyone brings clothes. Everyone invites friends. And we all, there's always so much clothing 
Like, no one goes away empty-handed. Yeah. There's always and way And then more. you have a plan afterwards. We usually donate somebody it to a gives, charity. Somebody yeah. is in charge of taking it and donating it to Goodwill or the Women's Shelter. But or... a lot of it gets good use. And then, all like, women will say, like, oh, that used to be my jacket in the mm. church. And, like, there's it's, like, totally not a stigma. Like, yeah. We have no problem with it. Or be like, oh, that used to be so-and-so's shirt, and now so-and-so's wearing it. And, like, it's a special thing. And then even one of the girls, she got a pair of Serby's old boots, and she always comes up and shows Serby. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm wearing your boots. Like, (laughs) she's so excited that they are sharing this. And it's, like, less landfill, less less stuff going to, you know, either the garbage or Goodwill. Or it's going to – and a lot of stuff that goes to thrift stores and stuff and charity shops – sometimes they go in the garbage. Mm -hmm. And so if you can, like, that's a part of a zero waste thing is to buy quality stuff that you like and then wear it and use it for a really long time. And then when you're done using it, make sure it finds a second life with someone else. Mm -hmm. And so that's really fun Um, for me, our church. That's a cool thing we do. And then it's usually, we usually invite anyone to come, not just people from our church, just anyone from the community. So if, um, and you don't have to bring clothes to participate. Mm -hmm. You just have to come and there'll be like, Last time there was like home decor and the girls in our church, they know how to organize. They have really good style and they have really good like home decor. So like it's good quality stuff. It's not like I have to sift through all this garbage. And yeah, because you kind of ask that if you're going to bring stuff to the clothing swap, it's not going to be your shoes that your toe sticks out of. Mm -hmm. No, we ask that it be like quality stuff, not garbage. And people deliver. I mean, it's, it's great stuff. And then we organize it and then we have like treats and stuff and it's a really it's a fun thing that we do as a church and it kind of takes the stigma off of having used things Mm -hmm. and that's kind of goes into that like use what you have and love what you have yeah Mm -hmm. and so that's one fun thing we do and then obviously there's you know donating and shopping at thrift stores and there's different ones i really like um idaho youth ranch because the money that they generate goes to help um, they pay for, um, I don't know if you knew this, but sometimes adoptions, like oh, things like that. Cool. But then also getting counseling for people, for especially teenagers in vulnerable situations. So, you know, you got to do your research. I know um, some are better than others. And there's people that are like charity shops or, or thrift stores or scams. And Well, even like there was this thing going around on Good about Goodwill not to donate your stuff to Goodwill because their CEO makes so much money and they're da-da-da-da. But here's the thing is, did you know 90 cents of every dollar from Goodwill goes back into the community? And when my husband was working for Goodwill, we they would have these huge banquets and we got to see how much Goodwill actually does. And so be careful too. Like if you see those things floating around Facebook, that's a meme that says, oh, the CEO of Goodwill makes $200,000 a year. Don't donate to Goodwill. And it's like, okay, well, actually, Goodwill, donate to Goodwill because they do so much. They help veterans. They help homeless teens. They have a work source program. So, I mean, not only are you getting rid of stuff that you don't need, it's actually going to a good cause. And stuff that they don't use, they send to like a Goodwill outlet where mm-hmm. they sell stuff by the ounce. So, I mean, it gets uh, Rachel and I probably told the story of when we went to the $10 cart sale. <laughs> so, okay, we should have done our research ahead of time. But we thought that it was like just any. We thought it was just ranch. like a regular youth ranch and you just could fill it up. But no, it's like they're like outlet. They don't have anything organized. It's There's all like, just in boxes that are like as tall as you are. And it's not clean. So they got people wearing like like gloves, like the lady wears in Jurassic Park. They yeah. go all the way up to your like. Well, and Natalie had, a, would you have a golf club that you were like <laughs> digging through the boxes? Because these hey, boxes are tall. You, We filled that card up for $10. And then how much did you make off of selling everything? Like well, I 50 mean, I bucks, had to clean, right? Yeah, at we least had to 50 bleach or 60 it. Bucks. And then we kept some of the stuff for ourselves. Yeah. Like my the high chair my daughter sits in every day was from that $10 <laughs> cart sale. Like that by itself, even used at a thrift store, probably would have cost like about $10, maybe I'm five thinking. or $10, you know. Um, and new it would have been 30 or 40 you know, because it's, it's one of those nice high chairs. And so it's like, okay, yeah, I had to dig through a bunch of garbage to get to it. And then they had this giant box just of random toddler shoes. And (laughs) we had to dig and dig and dig to find all the matches. But but we did find cute little Under Armour 
shoes. We did. That we didn't have to pay. Well, it was part of the $10. And then we found a pair of sandals. Mm -hmm. I forgot about the shoes. That alone would have been worth it, actually. So, I don't know. If we ever do that again, we're definitely going to wear more protective equipment. Because <laughs> it was, like, it was safety gross. Goggles. And like, kept, we came home and we took showers. Because we were like. be like, what is that smell? What is that smell? I'm like, don't ask that question. <laughs> Stop asking that question. That's that's not a question you should ask at the ten dollar cart sale. Yeah, and because and then we had to like park like a mile away and we had to push that cart. Yeah, and it like, like got stuck in a grate and a car was coming. We're, and like, we're like, oh no! We're like, we're not going to be one of those people that are coming out of here with a cart piled as high as we are. And then we we're so those people. <laughs> what was the grossest thing that we actually were able to like clean and bleach? Was an Olaf stuffy. Oh, and yeah, normally cause... I would not get a used stuffy, but Ariana was obsessed obsessed with Olaf and you couldn't find Olaf stuff because this was after the first movie had come out but like two years before the new one came out so like it was hard to come by I mean they were still selling it but you didn't want to spend like 30 bucks on a like beanie baby basically yeah but we were able like I'm always afraid of bed bugs but we were able to wash it for bed bugs and bleach that Olaf and he was perfectly came out perfectly white so this is where we're talking about there's a, a spectrum okay <laughs> if you wanted to you could dumpster dive behind Albertson's <laughs> and like get bread and stuff that's still in packaging and stuff and there's people that like dumpster dive all their food and I mean it's doable but there's this like balance you have to find and we are not those people so, you know, <laughs> we will go to the ten dollar cart sale <laughs> but we will not dig in a garbage can for yeah. a piece of bread well, so i don't know there's and we talked you know well, there's a balance and the minimalist going with like uh zero waste too is we started using um the reusable sandwich baggies but now this stuff doesn't happen overnight you know and you go through seasons like during busy seasons when you're traveling and all that stuff i'll use paper plates and i'll use plastic cutlery and i'll use ziploc baggies you know when we're staying in a hotel and um but hey i will bring my crock pot to a hotel so i don't have to well this is like values like i mean everything is like you maybe your zero waste value gets put on a back burner to help you with your you know eating healthy because i see people on my I have so many Facebook. I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But I have so many Facebook support groups. So I have a zero. Allie's a support group hoarder. I am. I can't hoard real stuff. So I hoard <laughs> Facebook groups. <laughs> so I have like a Facebook group for zero waste. No judgment, zero waste. And so I I love that one. But I also have a, um, a Facebook group that's uh, about healthy eating, the Code Red one. And I always see people posting their pictures of their food on paper plates. And part of me is like, ah, paper plates. But then part of me is like, they're eating healthy. And like, that's if, what they can do right now. Because eating healthy they, causes a lot of de- dishes when you're like yeah. cooking your own food. And so if they need to eat on paper plates for a season to get healthy, to them that's important at that time. And so finding that balance. And like there's some things like if I put raw chicken in a Ziploc bag, I'm not going to reuse that bag. Yeah. But I do wash Ziploc bags and use them again. Like mm-hmm. the plastic ones. Yeah. So I thought that was so weird that my husband did that when we got married. And I was like... But now I do it and I'm like, don't even think about it. Cause, but it's things you change over time. And I think a mistake some people make when they start like zero waste lifestyle is they go on Amazon and then buy a, a ton, bunch of stuff, yeah. a ton of zero waste stuff. And it's like, and then you end up don't not using some of it or some of it's not good or some of it's something that just doesn't fit into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you just defeated the purpose of zero waste. But yeah, well, and today we were actually at the grocery store and I was telling my husband, like, we need to figure out a way where we're not using all these little plastic things to put our chicken, our, you know, he likes to put all the produce in these little plastic things. And then that plastic just gets thrown away. We don't really reuse them. And you don't believe in naked vegetables. Well, I that's, that's inappropriate. But that's what I said. I was like, why can't we just put them in the cart? And I don't know. He says it. I, I don't know. But but some people like it's a germ thing. So like I can see why some people go naked. But what do you guys do? So then we found their vegetables are naked. Yeah. <laughs> well, they found these. Uh, we found these mesh bags. Like while we were at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and they were like five dollars. And I said, hey, if this fits in our budget, can we get this? And he's like, yeah. And one thing that 
also like kind of gripped my heart this week was I realized so my laundry room I hadn't thrown away the jugs because I was like okay I need to reuse these somehow so I'm not going to get rid of them but then all of a sudden I realized I've had like six jugs and I'm like I'm not going to reuse these I need to recycle them but then I watched this recycle video all the plastic we get cannot be 100% recyclable. They can only use some. And so recycling really... That's a huge myth. It really doesn't do much for the environment. I mean... It's better than not. But then even like the emissions that the trucks give off when they're coming... So I mean, it's a whole big thing. It's better to just reduce and reuse, even mm-hmm. over recycling. But so I just went on Facebook and I said, hey, does anybody have a way to stop using all these jugs and is there a laundry detergent that you use that you can reuse you know because they have so many things out there and somebody gave me their tried and true that their mother used and now they use their tried and true um laundry detergent and so today i went and i got it and you know what it cost about 30 bucks but all the stuff to make it is going to last me a year so if you think about it and then you're not reusing those jugs so it makes me feel a lot better because now I just keep it in a glass, like a big glass jar, jar that you already had because yeah. you make kombucha in those jars. But yeah. well, so yeah, reduce, reuse, recycle. Like recycling should be a last mm-hmm. resort. But starting out, that's why this conversation started with minimalism. Mm-hmm. Because if you have less stuff you're consuming, less stuff you're bringing into your home all the time, the less likely you are to need to reuse it and then even less likely are to recycle so with these little mesh bags rachel's going to need to use them for the next 10 years to make the cost of making them make sense to not be using plastic bags you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying yeah so she has to commit that's the same with cotton bags people don't realize plastic bags were actually designed did you know that they were created um so that there would be less paper waste because the whole idea was that you would get a plastic bag and you would reuse it over and over again Mm. and so but then of course we don't do that we throw them away well we reuse ours over and over again because yeah we we use ours as garbage bags we're filipinos so we have just plastic bags underneath the sink yeah some things are because we're cheap and some (laughs) things are cultural and some things like we use ours as a garbage sack and then we used them as diaper bags because that was yeah, yeah and I take mine, like, when we go on hikes, sometimes I'll put a plastic bag in there. don't have diapers anymore. Yay! Which, that's the whole thing. We chose not to do cloth diapers because our child was almost out of diapers by the time we adopted her. And, like, the cost of buying cloth diapers and the cost it took to make it, people are like, oh, yeah, these reusable materials are really great. But, but they do to... cost money. Sometimes and it's not cost, cost effective. They cost money, they cost water, and they cost, like, precious resources to have made them. Obviously, diapers, like disposable diapers, are way worse for the environment, generally speaking, than reusable diapers. But also, we were dealing with parasites. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't healthy for us to... Like, the amount of washing we would have had to do to make the cloth diapers safe for my child mm-hmm. to use and for me to handle, it wasn't worth the cost-benefit analysis for us at the time. Mm-hmm. But I know a friend who knew they were going to have four kids, and they they knew that they were going to cloth diaper. She knew she was going to stay home. They bought all the, like, like, they bought the sprayer to cook to the toilet. They bought the special stuff for the washing machine. Well, our sister did. She did and cloth diapers did. with her first kid, and that was... But by the time she had her second kid, it was just too much. It's like, okay, I need to do disposable diapers because it is just overwhelming. But I had a friend, she's using the same disposable diapers for all the kids. She's had to, like, buy some new inserts, but she uses she uses old rags for inserts. Um, so the cost was effective for her for them it made sense because but it was a lot of time it took Mm -hmm. a lot of her time but she could do it because she was a stay-at-home mom so i mean if you're a working mom that might and if your kid goes to daycare they don't allow cloth diapers a lot of daycares yeah so i mean it's it's you have to find your thing but how do you this is something i do a lot how do you keep how do you use the things that you buy so that you're not using like the one-time plastics well and that's the thing today i was telling it's so funny my husband's hilarious so i was telling him we have a huge stack of paper bags from the grocery store because we try to use the paper bags over the plastic bags and i said honey we need to remember next time we go grocery shopping to take all these 
let's put them in the car so we can remember them. Because that's why I save them is because I'm like, oh, I'm going to use these. And you use them for arts, crafts. I do. And then I also use them as a garbage bag, like for Mm -hmm. recycling. Like I have one of them up and I put all the recycling in there. But I was like, we need. And then he's like, okay, well, it's one thing to come in with reusable bags. But wouldn't that just look so weird coming back in with paper bags? And I was like. We are not trying to please man, Lewis. We are trying to be good stewards of our environment. And, and no one cares, especially at the grocery store we shop at. You bag your own groceries. They so want you to reuse the bags. They want you to reuse the bags. Um, that's a Boy Meets World reference, in case you were wondering. But when he says, um, they want you to take the rolls. Oh, my gosh. But, um, well, and I use cotton bags. But it's something you have to think about, too. <clears throat> The reusable cotton bags did cost water. They did cost time. They were manufactured. And maybe they were sewn together in a sweatshop. And then you're going to use them to be environmentally and human friendly. Yeah. So you have to really think. And I hope this isn't discouraging people. Yeah. Well, and even the plastic, like, we got away from straws. But we, so you and I have had. Natalie got me straws for my birthday, so that was really nice. That's another, That's a way you can start to get these reusable things. I ask for them for gifts so well, that you don't have to go buy funny because my one sister was like, so if you go to the coffee stand, do you just have a straw in your purse or whatever? And I was like, okay, Natalie got me super cute silicone straws that roll up and they go on your keychain. And it's so cute. So and they, they go have a everywhere with silicone you. bag so they don't get tight. They don't get dirty. Yeah. So it's it's so cute. You can do things. And then our um, mine, I just throw them in the car. Maybe that is not dirty, but maybe well, the you microbiome. Clean, you clean them. I come in and put them in the wash, dishwasher. But. but it's super cute because, too, then for Christmas, my sister-in-law got us these cute little bamboo um, cutlery set. So it was like a spoon and a fork. Because she lives in Asia, doesn't she? I, yeah. And so they, they really. I can't say the specific she, country. But. Yeah. They really care about it. And so it came with like a little bamboo straw, a little bamboo. And so then I just roll it up in this little like burlap sack that it came in. And it's so cute. And it says our names on it. So I can put in Ariana's lunch and my lunch and Lewis's lunch. And then when we go on hikes and stuff, we have all of our silverware, but we're not having to use the plastic stuff. And then we each have our own. And it's so cute. And they have little like, yeah, I loved it because we used it when we were on our hike the other day. And it was, it's really cute little stuff and it has your like name engraved on it yeah it was just such a thoughtful gift and Mm -hmm. so and like uh if you are listening and you get queasy over periods then plug your ears because we're we natalie and i we don't use tampons or pads we use a cup and (laughs) i can tell the story (laughs) (laughs) well so first we'll tell you so yeah you can just skip this whole part if you don't like hearing about Period. Um, menstruation stuff. periods. But, but this is a mom's podcast, though. Yeah, but here's the thing is, it's not just a wasteful thing. For me, it was a health thing. I was really struggling with my hormones, and then I did some research and found out that um, most cotton tampons and pads and stuff um, have pesticides on them, and they can cause a lot of really bad health they're problems. They're just filled with all kinds of chemicals. Because they're not regulated the same way like the food we eat, even though the food we eat is not regulated as it should, but, but that's another problem. This is something that you're putting into your body, and mm. your body has a certain specific pH balance, and I don't want to get too gruesome into it, but the cotton tampons and cotton pads actually really mess with your natural ph balance so this is something i started researching and this is what i tell all women when they're like how do i get started on the zero waste that's probably one of the ways to eliminate so much waste and cost so a cup a good quality one can cost 25 to 30 even more dollars and i Mm -hmm. i like to get a couple and then you probably have to like buy several different brands till you find one that works for your body type Mm -hmm. but once you have that I asked women online, they've been using the same one for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're made with like really high quality ingredients and And then you, silicone. to clean them, you just boil them in between menstrual you, cycles. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. They're also a lot more convenient because I have to change a tampon like four or five times a day. And so first of all, they come in plastic. They come in 
the applicator is plastic. They come wrapped in plastic. They're very, like, not hygienic. They're very gross, if you think about it. But the cups, you can keep in all day long. You put it in in the morning in your shower, and then if you want to take another shower at night or not, but, like, and then put it... You only have to do it every 12 hours, which yeah. is, and when, so when I was in India, someone who was, um, one of my friends told me about, it, I had no even idea about it. And, um, but she was moving to a country where you can't buy, um, tampons and pads. So you have to use reusable stuff. And she told me about it and I got really interested. So glad I did because when we were in India, sometimes the bathroom would be like a hole in the ground or a field. And they didn't have any way to clean your hands. And so I was in squatting. And like if I was having to change tampons every couple of hours without any way to wash my hands, Mm. I could have gotten really sick. And so I was able to just, I know, I was able to just in the morning at the hotel where it was clean and hygienic. And then at night at the hotel where it was clean and hygienic. But during the day, I couldn't get to a clean bathroom all the time. Mm -hmm. And that saved me so much time and money. And then also you can't always buy those things in different countries or no especially if we don't think they're safe here the regulations for other countries are even less think about how much tampons and pants end up in the landfill how many like probably like so many every year just for i just think about my own yeah i've saved i my my cup has paid for itself like three times yeah same here well natalie bought me one i know that's (laughs) such a weird thing i bought you a cup but i keep i like (laughs) want to tell him so this is the funny story and this is so messed up and you can think it's weird but so we just were with all of our family and not all our sisters are on the cup train okay and um my nephew who's two years old got into my bag and found this cute little bag because the cup comes in a cute little like drawstring bag. bag it's really cute that's pink and he brought it out and he's he like, opened the he's bag like, what's in here like and in he... the highest little pitch voice was so gross but you know i clean it really well and but when he pulled it up everybody everybody said what is that no one knew what it was and there's like boyfriends and husbands in the room too and i just hear rachel scream from the other room because i was in the other room doing dishes or something she's like that's natalie's period cup and then of course if you don't know what it is and you're a man oh one of my sister's boyfriends like got up and like walked out of the room and act like he was gonna gag i was like come on like seriously you have seen your wife give birth twice calm down (laughs) so (laughs) but anyways it was so embarrassing and so funny and then i had to explain to everybody what it was and and then my dad was like oh can we change the subject can we and i was like no for real you guys like, we have five you, sisters. You should know about how great this is. Like, But we had no idea what that even was. I didn't even yeah. know that was an option for period care when I was growing up. Yeah. But also, the cool thing about the cup I buy, for everyone you buy, um, I use the company Salt. They, I'll put it in the show notes, they um, they send one to a girl in a country where they, they don't get to go to school when they're on their cycle because they, they have don't no have way, any way to... To, to deal with their period. And so these cups allow these women, um, some cultures don't allow for it, and it's there's some weird stuff with that, but some of them, they it allows them to have, um, to go to school. Yeah. And so, I mean... We could do a whole nother podcast on just periods, actually. I think we were planning on doing it sometime. But yeah, so I'll put that in the show notes. But that's probably the easiest thing. It took... A whole like cycle for me to figure out how to use it, but now I don't even think about it. It's just so oh normal. yeah, same here, and, and it's, it's so, so much easier. easier. So, so much easier. Quit copying me. <laughs> Rachel likes to copy me all the time since we were kids, and drives me crazy. But so that's a it's really just because I think slower than you do. So when you say it, I was about to say the same thing, but it seems sure. like I'm copying. You were just copying my thoughts. <laughs> just read my diary and then say what I was going to say. But, all right, so we're done talking about periods, so all the men can jump back in. But men should know about periods, too. So. I know. It's a, such a natural thing that, like, a huge Get portion. off your period soapbox, Rachel. We'll have a whole episode <laughs> okay. on period. So back, but this is what I tell people, too, is when people are like, well, how do you get started? There's so much stuff. We Even in this, we've been talking for 40 minutes, and we've already been talking about well don't recycle don't do this and you hear everybody has a different opinion and mm-hmm. do do this and I said do do <laughs> but don't do but just start with the next thing so you let's say you use paper plates you ran out of paper plates replace paper plates mm-hmm. just say okay 
I'm not going to buy anymore until there's a birthday party or whatever. Because we use paper plates at birthday parties. We use them every once mm-hmm. in a while. We're not against them. You're um, like, I'm not going to do 25 dishes no, of and, plates. Because- but then sometimes it is really nice. I did inherit some china um, from my husband's side of the family. And I do like to do like a full china meal every That's once cute. in a while. That is cute. It sucks because I have to hand wash them. They can't go in the dishwasher. But like our niece was 14 and she wanted to do a kind of classy party. And so we invited all her little girlfriends over oh, here. Oh, that was super cute. And we had a tea and I taught them how to like use the china. And, and so there is some things that are like, let's slow down and use the things we have and have a tea party with real glass dishes. Mm-hmm. And even people ask me like, don't you have plastic for your daughter? And we are trying to move away from plastic for health reasons. And that can yeah, be a whole other ops. But she doesn't. She, like, has dropped a few glass dishes, but I break more dishes than she does. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I mean, so, I think you yeah, can Yeah, because, like, we them. still use plastic plates for our daughter because she's clumsy as I am. And you can use steel, and they have, like, a metal plate you oh, can yeah, buy. Oh, yeah, but then... Um, so, I mean, there's... But then, I don't know, some people don't like the taste of those, and you just... You gotta, like, balance what you need. But every time you run out of something, go to the next thing. Like, paper towels. We... Don't buy them hardly at all. But we always have at least a roll in the house because there's some things like if your cat throws up, you're not going to like use your bath towel to clean that <laughs> up. You know, you're going to use paper towels. Like, But just trying not to use the single. And then also just thinking about it. When you're at the grocery store, how can I use less plastic? But it's hard because everything it's is hard. wrapped in plastic. Even, um, I'm looking just, at my cauliflower right now and it's wrapped in plastic. But even just like berries in those little clamshell plastic things those drive me nuts i'm like do we is there a better way but i know plastic is so cheap because it's like okay is there a better way but then are you gonna pay ten dollars for blueberries instead of like 2.99 for a crate of them because they have to pack them in so what we do with those clamshells is we save them not too long because you get to that hoarding point where you're like i have to save so there's like a balance but we save them and then make shrinky dinks out of them Oh, yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you guys ever done shrinky dinks when you were a kid? They are cute, where you um, you take, like, a permanent marker mm-hmm. and draw something on the plastic, and then you put it in the oven, and they shrink into, like, these fun little keychains or little characters, and mm-hmm. it's a fun craft. So, I mean, there's a plethora of Pinterest, but that's the same plethora? thing. Plethora? Plethora. Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Sephora. Like, so, I mean, there is things you can so do, funny. but... I love you. <laughs> Even that, I just, I feel like that those just add up. And so it can be overwhelming. But so when we did the, my daughter loves the little applesauce pouches. So we do those now. And they have little lids. And at first she kept throwing them away because she thought plastic applesauce pouches you throw away. But now she knows. <laughs> I don't throw away the plastic. And they're really cute. You just... Open them up and fill them and then seal them. And you can put smoothies in there. You can put and they yogurt stay in there. And they actually do stay sealed. And that's really good if you have a baby and you make your own baby food is to have those. And those are so nice for on the go. And that's why I love my zero waste group. Because before I ever buy a zero waste product, I always ask them. And people will give you like mm-hmm. real reviews. Because that's the other thing is there's a lot of greenwashing, which is like a fancy word of saying. Companies that are trying to like get on this like green initiative and say that they're environmentalists, but they don't really care about the environment all that much. Mm -hmm. So, well, and the biggest thing is a reusable water bottle, like plastic water bottles are so bad for the environment. Mm -hmm. And our, our church offers them for free, those little tiny plastic water bottles. And my daughter loves them. So she's obsessed with them. She's obsessed. So she does like, but they used to not do that. They used to have like the water jugs, but now they have to because of COVID. We have to have the individual little tiny water bottles. But even though she gets one at church and I have her use it all week long. Like yeah, keep refilling it with water. This is what's hard too with me and and I've struggled with it is during COVID is you couldn't bring your cotton bags to the grocery store. You couldn't. Yeah. And people were using using so many masks. I see masks on the ground all the time. Me too. And that has broken my heart. Because I'm like, how much waste are we putting in landfills 
Um, well, even know? the kids washing, because I'm a, I work at a school, like the kids washing their hands and having to use paper towels so much because they're washing their hands before they use a materi- material, after they use a material, before they go outside, after they come inside. Like they have to wash those poor kids. Their hands are like so chapped. Mm-hmm. Like, but even the paper towels, like they're going through so many paper towels a day. And I'm just like, okay, so it's really important for us to try harder to do our part. Because God did give us this earth. God loves the earth. And we has, have, as humans, have not been good stewards. It's, and environmentalism, it's hard being a Christian and saying, like, you want to be an environmentalist. It's, like we said, it's not at the expense of people. We still believe that people are more important. Babies are more important. All that is more important than the environment. But really, if you, there's lots of YouTube videos where you can watch, where does your trash go? You know, if you buy fish from the ocean, that you're eating plastic because mm-hmm. there's so much plastic in fish. Like every fish they get from the ocean is filled with plastic. Our animals are being killed. Our turtles are being killed. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. But it is because when God created this earth, he created the animals and he cares about the animals. He cares about people more because he made us in his own image. But he does care about the animals. So think about that next time you're at the coffee shop and they say, hey, do you want a straw? That's a really easy way to just be like, oh, no, thanks. It's just, yeah, and it doesn't, we're not saying that you have to, like, renounce all use of plastic. Because you're going to drink your coffee in a plastic. <laughs> and because of COVID, you, they, you can't use your own container now. But mm-hmm. it's like, you have, if you can, there, a lot of stuff I used to think was hard is really easy now. And it's it's just little simple things. But don't change it all tomorrow. But I think we have to, if we go back all the way to the beginning of this episode, if you start out with just only having the things that, bring you joy and that you need and want Mm -hmm. you know um and maybe even want is hard one too because we want a lot more than we really need Mm -hmm. but um you know and even like thrift store i i I tend to like to have a lot more clothes because i like to have choices and i like to switch out my clothes a lot but there are some people that buy very expensive high quality clothes Mm. that they don't have to switch out as often. Yeah. And so, but I'm just not like that. I like to have different clothes a lot. And so I kind of have a cycle where I buy a lot from the thrift store. And also we're losing weight. So our like bodies are changing a lot. And so, I mean, and gaining weight sometimes yeah. too. Yeah, I was like, well. <laughs> and our kids. Part though. of our podcast is healthy, clean living. But Nolly and I are always going to be real with you. We are going through a time of grieving. We just lost a family member and... One thing we're trying to overcome is emotional eating. So, yeah, we're real with you. Our And I'll lifestyle... tell you, when we were all together as a family, we were pretty wasteful. Mm-hmm. I was like, gosh, we produce a lot of garbage. Because at home, like, I might not even take the garbage out. And we have a teeny tiny garbage that, like, a grocery bag barely mm-hmm. full, you know. And we try to do... Uh, we try, You know, but sometimes healthy food is in packaging. Like, it's hard. Like we're balancing all our priorities but i realized it's like well right now we're in a time of grieving we're not going to worry about wasting less and paper plates you know like everything and everyone was doing like the individual water bottles and i had my i didn't drink you know i had to drink uh they have to have filtered water or whatever because the water there was really I gross i guess it's not really healthy to drink or something like that i don't know but anyways i had my water bottle like my reusable one because that's that's probably one of the easiest things too so mm-hmm. It's just like starting out with reducing. Re- simplify your life. Mm-hmm. Marie Kondo, this is a hard thing with like Marie Kondo and the minimalists. Is it's like this spiritual thing to declutter? I don't believe in that part. I read the Marie Kondo book, the whole thing. It's an interesting read. As a Christian, I don't believe in the spiritual aspect of it. There's a lot of like Buddha type. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to think the things. For the life they gave to you. Like, think the shoes you're giving away. No, you don't I don't believe that. in that. Personally, I'm like, I thank God that I had nice shoes to wear. Mm-hmm. But now, I thank God that I can get a new pair. or Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just take it. But she has a lot of, like, really practical stuff. And same with the minimalists. They're, like, so into minimalism that it's, like, a god to them. So, mm-hmm. it's... You just have to find your balance. Well, I was, uh, there's this minimalist group that I follow on Instagram and they literally like go buy fabric at thrift stores, cut it up and use it as toilet paper and then wash it and reuse it and wash it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I will just use 
toilet paper that goes down the if toilet. If you're interested in that, just look up something called the family cloth. It's as gross as it sounds. It's you share. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. So we're not like so we use toilet paper just so you know. Yeah. We <laughs> and I'm are not okay gonna spend three times as much on like sustainable toilet paper made out of bamboo if they can like do a way to make it more affordable. But right now, like we can't be flushing money down the toilet. Literally. <laughs> so I mean there's that's like that's the cost benefit analysis. I really would like to buy more sustainable toilet paper. But right now, it's more important for us to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. reduce your life, simplify it. And what happened when you simplified your life? It was freeing. Like when we got rid of the TV, when we got rid of all the streaming services, when we got rid of internet, when we got... You weren't like... Did you feel like deprived or deprived or that you were depriving your child? I will say it felt a little weird at first not being able to just get on my phone and watch some TV. It felt, that did feel a little bit weird. Like, But then also, you know what? It was better for my spirit not seeing. Like, a lot of TV has so much hidden, like, just not good things for your spirit for you to see, be putting in your mind or be hearing. You know what I mean? And so it was... But you get desensitized when you watch it all the time. Yeah. So it was really just kind of freeing. And now TV has become... Because um, you can put the PBS app on your it's phone. Hard. Now when I pull up all those old shows that I used to love... I'm like, oh, these are really like some of them are pretty good. raunchy, yeah. But yeah. um like but when my... you're away from it for a while. Yeah. Like, oh well, and TV is kind of a treat for my daughter. So like if she has a really good day at school and takes a nap for Auntie Natnet, she and gets to... okay, when we say TV, we're talking about like PBS kids, the like free PBS. Yeah, app. she gets to watch Daniel's Tiger's neighborhood. And Tiger Daniel Tiger Neighbors Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, what she, she calls, calls it. it. And then it's like it has like good quality stuff to it, but the, then it's and then when I actually need her to watch something like on my phone because we don't have a TV, we don't have streaming service, but you can get the PBS app for free. And so one day I had the stomach flu, and she just laid in bed with me all day, and she actually would watch TV all but day. But some kids who are used to watching TV all the time, they won't do that. They won't sit, and she she was just like, I got to watch five episodes She's of like, Daniel's Mom, Neighbors Tigerhood. Yeah, so it was kind of nice to be able to have her actually watch TV all day because it's kind of a treat for her because she doesn't ever watch tv and you know what the nice thing about that too is she has such a vivid imagination and i'm like we don't have a tv where do you get this imagination from it's because she's able when she's bored to come up with stuff and um we're gonna do a whole episode on boredom and nature and how good it is for your yes so well and also um when you come into the minimalist lifestyle being open and having those conversations with your family members, you know, like, oh, I don't have this because I choose not to have it. And so you're... So please don't yeah, please buy don't, my kid a bunch of plastic toys because we don't like them. Which was so sweet because I, my mother-in-law was so respectful of that. At Christmas time, I'm like, we don't want her to just have a whole bunch of stuff. And so she bought her, like, cute stuff, like new dolls for her dollhouse because the old ones were looking pretty rough and then she also bought them of all different races which i thought was super mm-hmm. cute except for the asian family did not look asian at all they just had black hair which what? was kind of disappointing you know, <laughs> so, children's toys have come along yeah but she, it's really cool but then she also bought her a she, my daughter loves to cook in the kitchen with me so she bought her a little chef hat and a little apron that has her name on it yeah so, so we're not like against getting things oh, and we asked our in-laws this year it's like can you buy us experiences instead of things and they did like the one of the things they got us was like this pop-up tent village thing which has been amazing because yeah it, the kids it folds it. really small and we can shove it under the couch but then the kids love playing in it and it pops up it was really high quality so and all they kind of bought an experience because mm-hmm. it's one of those kind of toys that they play inside and it's really cool. But then they also, like, are going to get us, like, aquarium passes or, you know, things that we can do as a family. Well, it's and crazy. A year-long pass to zoo is $100 for a family of four. That's nothing. Yeah. I was like, oh, we don't even have four in our family. Mm-hmm. We need a bonus kid. <laughs> and you're like, oh, dang it, we need another kid to get the, the, the family of four discount. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we just, just changing your mindset, letting your family know. And then, so first you reduce... And then once you have decluttered, it can take like six months to a year to do a true full 
house mm-hmm. decluttering and we're still in that process honestly well that's what i mean pick a project like a closet or even a drawer how many of you have the junk drawer that just is everybody and all goes drawer the top of the refrigerator i don't mm-hmm. know how the top of the refrigerator gets so cluttered or it's the bottom cupboards under the sink just pick one your child's uh we actually have a whole craft little um drawers for my daughter's crafts and it's like a little three drawer what do you call those things they just have little three drawers on them I don't know, an organizer? Yeah, but they're full of her crafts. And so one day I'll just tackle that and just pull everything out. Because my daughter is a hoarder of paper. She literally will scribble on a paper. She caught me throwing away one of her, like, two-month-old assignments from school. (laughs) She's like, you? And she almost had tears in her eyes. Like, you can't throw that away. And then she left and I threw it away. Sorry. I throw everything away. I will keep stuff that recycle stuff that has crayon on it. I will, like keep stuff that has like her handprints on it or like an art project from Christmas but most of the stuff I get rid of. Well even that's a a tip a mom gave me is to have like a little hanging board and then when they bring a new one one has to go. Yeah. Just teach them that they don't need to keep every little thing and some things are kept as memories Mm -hmm. and some things that are really special like my first Mother's Day card I took a picture of it and now I threw it away but I took a picture of it because I'm like this is really special I want to keep this as a memory forever, but I don't want to keep that. Well, and it's interesting because when I was younger, I kept like every single birthday card I ever got. And then when I decided to live as a minimalist, I had this big box of birthday cards, just full of birthday cards. And it was fun to go back and read through them. But then I got to the point, what am I going to do with all of these? Like, what is the point of hanging on to these? Well, so so what I I did with them, you know, and you got the thing out of them, which was the love and the affection. And like for our wedding cards, I kept them, and then every wedding I went to, I made a card using one of our cards. <laughs> it's so clever. And so I cut out a piece of it and make it look all clever and new. But then it took about four or five years, and now I don't have any more of them. Because I'm on year eight of marriage, so now I have to buy you cards to make them. You have to buy wedding cards. <laughs> Which but, is funny, because I think, like, I think greeting cards is just crazy. People pay, like, $5 for a card that most people just look at and throw away. But, you know, that's crazy. At our church, we do something called verbal birthday cards. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Because actual birthday cards, everyone thinks of something before the birthday of what they want to say. And then everybody gets to hear it. Because that's another thing. Maybe you only read it. Whereas, like, a verbal birthday card, we take a few minutes. And each person's, or not every person, but people who thought wanted to say something, say something. And it's a really special thing. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Yeah, so okay, once you yeah, reduce, we, we to gotta like... get to, we gotta <laughs> groove. We're at an hour here, but once we reduce, we don't keep filling our lives. And you guys, I am preaching to the choir. My house is so cluttered. I am always decluttering and I'm always recluttering. Same here. And when we bought a new house, I just wanted to fill every nook and cranny. And now I'm like, let's get a bigger house. And my husband's like, you'll just fill that house too. You should see my husband's face yesterday when he, um, my diffuser, he like picked it up and he was like, what do you want done with this? And I was like, I'm going to diffuse essential oils. Yeah, I You use, crazy man. I use that. And he's like, do you use it that often? Yes, I do. I'm going to use it every day. I care about my family. So, but really, guys, I would love to be like, I use my essential oils so much. But I actually don't because a lot of them are harmful to our cat. And so oh, I yeah, have to be really careful. you have a cat, you can't use like 90% of the essential oils. Yeah. So then he's kind of like, well, do we really need this? And I'm like, oh. Well, any essential oils you want to send my way. It's my diffuser. (laughs) Well, so then the next thing is to reuse. Reuse what you have. Like, don't be like a hoarder of trash. And I, like, you know, there's things that are like, oh, I'm going to save this glass bottle. and But you have to use it. And if six months go by and you haven't used it, you know, recycle it or send it to the thrift shop. Let someone else have use. It hoard, you hoarding it is not reusing something. Yeah. So, and then that same with like get stuff from thrift shops, do that kind of thing. And if you have to recycle, because mm-hmm. that's better than nothing. But then our recycling plant caught fire and they're just everything inside it burned and burned and burned. And they just had to close the doors and let it burn for like five days. Oh my you know, the irony of like the recycling plant burning, like <laughs> it, all the environmentalists in the area just had a group cry you know what well, I'm and to think about all those gases 
the gases from the plastic is being released into the air. It's like no one in the town needs to breathe for the next week because you're breathing in like toxic. Well, that's why they sealed it all up, I think. It's cause... Because, yeah, the plastic is very toxic, especially when it gets. That's why you guys should know, like, if you do not keep water bottles, plastic water bottles in a cart. Yeah, if you want to have like and then leaches chemicals and if water. you need to have like a water supply in case you get stranded or something put it in like a metal jug or mm-hmm. a metal really usable water bottle but do not keep plastic water in your car because that will leach lots of chemicals and people think like oh you're gonna die of everything nowadays there's chemicals everywhere well, you gotta die of something but if you think about it we are very sick nation like people are very sick people are having sicknesses you've never heard of and it's like hello because there's toxic toxic stuff in our environment mm-hmm. so it's like sorry that's a whole nother podcast oh my gosh we said that five times in this. if podcast. we had a penny for every time we said that's a whole nother podcast this podcast would be paid for yeah mm-hmm. so yeah well i hope you guys don't feel like oh i need to like i'm a terrible earth hating so and so because that's i mean we technically are too if that's the case because we i'm looking around i could count 20 plastic things and 20 things that are cluttering my counters right now you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying because it does bring me joy to like see things and there are things in my home that bring me joy and i don't need them you know what i'm saying i know i'm like sitting here thinking like what is on my counter that i can get rid of like okay yesterday i had to throw away like six glass Oh, sorry, Natalie. I had to throw away like six glass avocado oil bottles. Why are you saying sorry? Because I remember they said that you wanted those. Oh, yeah. But, but I have so many avocado <laughs> oil bottles now that I don't need. And I'm going to cut them and turn them into glasses well, and then sell them. But, and I was like holding on to them because I'm like, oh, these are nice glass bottles and I'm going to reuse them. But then last night I'm like, I just need these off my counter and I threw them in the recycling bin. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have to do that. Yeah. It's like the, Yeah. So, I mean, that's a cool thing for dates. We're trying to, like, not... We're trying to do things for dates. So, I've been saving avocado oil bottles, and they're all about the same shape, and then we're going to use fire to cut them, and then we're going to make well, them and to, you used like, to be drinking glasses. to take the avocado oil bottles back into the store and refill it, but now, because of COVID, they don't allow that, which mm-hmm. is kind of... So, there's all these things. It's like, ugh. Because we have a really cool grocery store that has this whole bulk section, but we'll have to wait till COVID's over to do all that. But mm-hmm. what we're saying is just what can you do today? What's one small thing? Mm-hmm. And uh, you might want to watch some of these documentaries, but don't be like us who watches a documentary and then you're like, I'm going to change my whole life. And it's like, well. No. And don't let it become a god or don't let it become an obsession. They're all, they're good things, but you still have to too balance. much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Too little of a good thing can be a bad thing. So just, yeah, finding that balance and living kind of what we talked about last week, but living within your means and loving, like not loving, but like enjoying and being content with what you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you guys are so awesome. If you want to learn more, we'll be posting tips and tricks and we would love to hear your tips and tricks. Yes about minimalism and reducing your waste and so on our instagram instamamas nat and rach oh yeah we didn't even talk about compost with like food waste so oh my gosh that's i have a composter that i got for free on the side of the road so i'm a good person so natalie you should do a live and show them how the compost yeah i'll show you and it's it's really gross inside because it's been like sitting there all winter but it'll be really good plant food for my plants Mm -hmm. i don't have to buy plant food so um, so yeah, there's just so much cool stuff. We'll be posting that on our, our social medias. And then also if you have any questions, you can email us at instamamas19 at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, we would love to hear from you. All right. Thanks for listening.